0: Hello, I'm Dan Aykroyd, and welcome to this fine motion picture emporium. It's nice to know you're here tonight, rather than at home shoving cheap little plastic cartridges into cheap imported video systems that keep you and your family hostage in your own home or apartment. Now let's face it, big screen entertainment is what it's all about. We've enjoyed it for years. Movies are great. There's nothing like a good movie, or even a bad one for that matter. Unfettered. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. I am Joe Spiegel, and sitting across from me is Mike Sutherland. How
0: you doing? We, we, we didn't do go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, instead we did unfettered. Unfettered. All right, that's a carryover from another episode of something that we recorded. Fettered. If you guys like paid attention, maybe you would know that. Yeah, it's like almost like a a segue. Yes. So anyway, this is. Our Get Out episode. Get Out. We're going to talk about that fine motion picture. We're also going to talk about our flicks of the week, which mine is going to be season one of Netflix's Iron Fist. Star Wars Rebels. Ooh, all right. Star Wars Rebels. And then uh, we got a bunch of little news, uh, little little thingy thingies to talk about here and there, a couple of little trailers and whatever else uh, pops into our noodles. Yes. Alright, so uh, take it away, Johnny. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime.
2: <laughs> Meanwhile.
1: How you doing? 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 We, of course, went and saw Get Out a month after it came out <laughs> Be- yeah. because we did not want to see Beauty and the fucking
0: Beast because, look. I- a- apart from the gay agenda. <laughs> oh, who gives a fuck? Either- I know. I know. Yeah. Apart from the, that. Yeah. Stay away from the political bullshit.
1: Yeah. Um, Out of, what was it, like the span of five years or five six years where Disney had just these the most classic animated films that people still bring up now, like constant. Well, I know there's there's the whole shitload, but you know what I mean. Right. The, the Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King. I think those were the four that came out in those six years. And everyone, there's so many people that love Beauty and the Beast more than even the Lion King. Like, out of all four of those, mine's Aladdin. But all of them are great, except to me, I don't care for Beauty and the Beast. I never did. I
0: tried. I thought it was an okay
1: movie. I, I don't care. I like for,
0: Aladdin much more than I like Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I love
1: Aladdin, man. But it, it's... I'm not into singing dishes. I, I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm a fucking I'm sorry. So I never got into it. And so when. Stupid singing dishes. So when dishes. Disney finally figured out, hey, you know what? We're making a lot of money here, but we're going to run out of ideas. So let's start doing yeah. live. Yeah, that's what they're thinking. <laughs> let's start doing live action of all the other shit. I knew you were going to interrupt me. Let's start doing live action of all of our classics. We're going
0: to run out of ideas. So, we're that's Disney. fine.
1: That's fine. You know what? You do what you got to do. It's fine. Because the Jungle Book was was amazing. So great. But the inevitability of beauty and the beast being live action when they announce it i don't really give a shit i i see the trailer i still don't really give a shit look what's I, your fucking point i love uh, i look emma watson she's cute i grew up watching her. well i grew up watching fucking i was 20 when harry potter came out but um still i see her see her as a, like a little kid up to now and she's you know she's a very good actress but i don't really give a shit I, Okay. About her
0: being in B&B. Okay. We fucking get it. Then, what, move on. Then
1: cut in and interrupt me while I'm rambling like this. No. <laughs> now. Anyway, it was either this or Get Out. Okay. And we've been hearing all this great shit about Get Out. So finally, we're like, fuck it. Let's go see it. Right? Like, this is one of those ones where was it was a few weeks later. We're like, you know what? I think we should have saw this one.
0: Instead of the piece of shit that we saw?
1: Yeah. I think we saw, was it a fist fight? Right? And Fist Fight was... Fist Fight. Ugh. That was the ride along for this year. So, yeah. We see we see Get Out. And, yeah. The movie... I was purposely looking for something to think negative about this movie. Just because... Just to go against the grain. Because there's... Everyone else is just... This movie's fucking great. Because you don't like black people? Oh, yeah. I, I absolutely hate them. Yeah. Yeah. Seek <laughs> high motherfucker. So... You better
0: be careful. <laughs> It's called sarcasm. I know it's called sarcasm. So, anyway. Um, hey, I get it.
1: <laughs> what about that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? He's a really good fella. <laughs> All right. He, so, he played for the Lakers. He dated my sister.
0: <laughs> All right. So. Uh, oh, that makes it okay then.
1: Oh, yeah. I've got plenty of black uh, friends dating my relatives. So. I have black friends. <laughs> I've got gay friends too and transgendered and yeah. and uh, LGBT I have, barbecue. I have, I have a lot of. <laughs>
0: LBGT what the fuck barbecue. <laughs> yeah. I, I have uh, I have friends of all races and colors. Yeah. So, yeah. therefore, it's I'm not racist. Yeah, I'm not racist at all.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. We went and saw this goddamn movie, all right? And we should have saw it sooner. And I looked for negatives. And I couldn't find the goddamn negatives with this movie. All right? I had one little problem. One little problem. And it was nothing. It, it still added to the tension of the scene. So, it wasn't really a problem with it. And that was the smoking thing. You know, we're where she was trying to lure him into the hypnosis by, by constantly on him
0: about a smoking. Well, they right? weren't really constantly on him, but
1: it was the part where she looks at him deep into the eyes and she goes, this is my daughter. Oh yeah. Christopher, this is my daughter. I'm like, so fucking what? Your She's husband? She's an adult. Yeah. It, it, like that, that kind of pissed me off. And look, I, I, I don't smoke anymore and I fucking hate it now, but still get I, the fuck over it. I smoke. <laughs> so yes, yeah, you do. So fuck off. So, yeah, that that part bugged me a little bit, but it was it was fake anyway because it was supposed to be, it was just her trying to get in that fucking that door on him. Right, right. So anyway, going back to the beginning,
0: right? It was kind of a it, it was a weak way to get him to commit to the the um, the hypnosis. The hypnosis. Yeah, yeah. Where, and, where she could have just actually had him sit down. You know, hey, just join me. Um, Talk with me.
1: I haven't yeah. talked to you. I, I haven't been alone with you yet.
2: Yeah.
0: You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, there's nothing. there. I can't think of anything in this movie that does not work. Jordan Peele has shown something with this movie that, 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 hell, he tricked me. Okay. Because look, you know, like, uh, certain actors there, there becomes typecasting right you know like say um, John Boy from the Waltons you know you always picture him like this so you can't really see him doing anything else or um, you mean the Lexus December to remember there you go right Richard Thomas right it, it was and, and and other actors too that have been Dick typecast like, like Daniel Radcliffe if you, look it's hard even though you try not Swiss to Swiss army guy and he's a very committed actor still every time you see Daniel Radcliffe you're still gonna think Harry fucking Potter, right so maybe but there's other people too that typecast. Well, with Jordan Peel, all you've ever seen him on was Mad TV and Keen and Peel. So all you ever th- remember seeing him on Mad TV. Oh yeah, I remember. So, um Well,
0: then that just makes it legitimate right I th- there. I Believed that's where he met Mr. Uh, Mr. Key. Um no, my understanding or is they that were friends before, I don't know. Nope. My understanding is that the first time that those two met was um the first time. When. Never I saw your face. When they were uh, put together at Comedy Central. Uh-huh. Because the original idea was. Because they were both have, black? Yes. <laughs> the original idea was
1: to. Um, and they were unfettered in their vision. I'm done with that fucking word. I'm done with that word.
0: Well, then stop looking at it. All right. The, the idea was to create a Comedy Central, like a Dave Chappelle show. Uh-huh. That's what I was trying to get to. And. A variety. I call it a variety yeah, show. Yeah, right? thanks. Like nobody would know what that what I was talking about when I said they're trying to create a Dave Chappelle type show. Hey, you don't have you to know, be mean. A comedy sketch show. You don't have to be mean. Well, you don't have to be Captain Obvious. <laughs> thanks. Where's my hat? Thanks a lot. <laughs> well anyways. So <clears throat> more like Captain Spectacular. They they um I guess they if I'm remembering correctly. Mm-hmm they brought in uh, Keegan Michael Key yeah and he was working with somebody else a wrong and it doesn't work and it wasn't working they they just didn't click mm-hmm. and then they brought in Jordan Peele and I don't know how many people that they brought in for you know the the screen test or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. but as soon as Jordan Peele was in the room him and, and Keegan Michael Key and this is the first time that they met uh uh-huh. from what I heard now we all know Hollywood stories yeah um they they Immediately fell into step with each other. Martin Lewis, yep. Hope, and Crosby. Well, Martin and Lewis, but you know those guys had worked together. And I I don't know how Martin and Lewis met, but yeah, same difference. Um, uh, 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 uh who is the guy that uh, was on David Letterman? Chris, um, his dad was a, a, um, a comedian. I don't know. He was in Cabin Boy.
1: Oh, Chris Farley.
0: Yeah, Chris Farley in <laughs> Cabin Boy. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh Tommy
1: Boy, not Cabin Boy. I can't remember who was in Cabin Boy. God damn it, you are gonna make me look up shit on my phone, aren't you? No, I'm no, gonna look it up here.
0: Alright. Because it's important. Anyways, this is uh Chris Elliott. Oh, okay. What was he what was the name of the show he was on? Get a Life? Yeah. With his dad. Yeah. So anyways, uh Chris Elliott's dad I'm in my
1: first drive by. That's from uh C B four.
0: I never see that movie show up anywhere. C B four?
1: Yeah, ever. I mean, fuck, dude, it has it has a song called "Sweat from My
0: Balls" in it, and yeah. it's never anywhere. Uh, Bob and Ray—that's who it was. So, okay. Um, hugely successful comedian team, Bob and Ray. And um, when you have when you have a comedy duel that's like that, like, and, and I'm not saying because I've I watch like a handful of stuff. I'm not big on Comedy Central. I think most of their stuff is bullshit. Uh, I, it's I all become roasts. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all become exactly bullshit, fucking um, like
1: e news and celebrity roasts.
0: Yeah, it's just it's it's use it's useless comedy. They're not Comedy Central anymore. They're owned by Time Warner. You know, forced comedy. If if you ever watched Comedy Central when it first started out, it wasn't that good, but they had they would have comics, right. then yeah, you know, improv and all this other stuff. Yeah. And then they then they hit their stride, and then they got bought out by the big corporate giant. Of course, the monopolies. And then all of a sudden, it turns into this fucking. They boomeranged it. Yeah, yes, they absolutely boomeranged the Cartoon Network. Yep. And there were moments of you know, like when See, South Park
1: started. I listen sometimes. I know.
0: When South Park started, and there was a whole bunch of good shows on Comedy Central, then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it became, you know, them showing movies during the day. Yeah, that you, that they have to edit. Mm-hmm. It's like watching Goodfellas on TBS. <laughs> you know why yeah. the fuck would you show Goodfellas at twelve o'clock in the afternoon, on an edit on
1: a, on a show that's edited? Yeah, on a, or a on TBS.
0: You know. Yeah. So same thing with Comedy Central. Anyways, long story short, I'm gonna stab you in the fogging eye. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna stab you in the the fruit loop eye. I'm gonna stab you in the mother loving. <laughs> yeah. Fucking it, damn it, Mustafa! I'm gonna stab you in the Mustafa face. Huh. I'm gonna stab you in the maraschino.
2: Yeah. What the fuck,
0: you know? <laughs> so, anyways, uh, that's the the story. Is is that Peel and Key didn't meet until the actual uh uh testing for their for their Comedy Central TV mm-hmm. show. So.
2: All right.
1: So yeah, I, you know what? This is well, that I've, was a long story.
0: I think with Get Out this is the first
1: movie I didn't look up the damn trivia for and learn a little extra stuff for it. But regardless, What's wrong with you? I you know what? I just I wanted my my opinion to be be, be straight and true. Straight and true. Straight and true. Straight? What the that, and that's true. A, it's a line from something. Oh, it was um Of it, course it is. It was from Hook. Of course all my lines are from movies. It was from Hook when um when uh when uh Dustin Hoffman's hook says to uh, Ron Williams, Peter Pan, he goes, fire, Peter. Fire straight and true. Or shoot straight and true. You
0: yeah, know? His, his hook? Yeah. His hook said that to him?
1: He, he, hook said that to him.
0: Oh, hook said, okay. Because yeah, oh, yeah. you said when Dustin Hoffman's hook, like it's a fucking, it's own character. Fire straight, fire straight and true, Peter. Sorry.
1: Dustin Hoffman's, in parentheses, hook. Character. <laughs> I should have said Captain Hook. My bad. Now I we've lost about a whole paragraph of dialogue to that. All right. Thanks a lot, Mike. You dick. So, because of stereotyping, <laughs> or not stereotyping, uh, typecasting. Fucking. There I am getting racist again. Because of typecasting, I didn't know how to 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 approach this movie at first because I didn't want to read any. I didn't want to. I didn't read any reviews for it because I didn't want to be anything to be spoiled, you know, in one way or another. I did. I yeah, you know you're a fucking cheater you over there. But well, so, but but the But because of the trailer The article was garbage. Yeah, and Thanks yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, the, the art, that article was fucking you, the way you the way you described it was like it barely told gave anything away about the movie. Um Massive spoilers ahead. Yeah. That was just to get you to make make sure you look at it, right? Right, yeah. The clickbait bullshit. I you know, because of the trailers and I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop when I was first watching, you know, the first twenty minutes of the movie. You know, I kept waiting for some stupid comedic thing to happen. Like, remember when they, they hit the deer when they're going to her parents' house yeah. and I kept waiting for the deer to look at him and say, God damn it, fucking kill me or something. Or you know, something stupid, right? Some Tom Greenish Red or, rum. Or, or or yeah or Red rum. Or Key and Peelish or something. And it never happened. A movie stayed serious the entire time and when it got funny it was realistically funny for the for the subject matter so it never went into parody i mean everything made sense in the realm of the premise right which is it it makes sense no matter how funny a scene might be in this movie it's still in the proper context of how it's going because these people have you know you know fucking spoiler alert you know but it they have
0: you know <laughs> it's an exaggerated version of racism
1: yeah exactly it, you know
0: and but it's it's true because i do it, which is funny i do the same thing bradley Whitford is like hey my man what's going on Yeah, it, it, like it, when it, i when when i'm hanging out when i'm one of my one of am whatever yeah and i see a black guy or whatever it's like well, what up brother yeah you know and it's uh and it's not i'm doing it on purpose yeah it's almost instinctual it's yeah i'm i'm saying it without even knowing you're doing, and then doing like it. I, I say, it, I'm like, "Oh, fucking stupid! What am I doing? Why that? The fuck are you fucking you do? Yeah." And then, and then, like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm focused on not doing that. Uh-huh. And I see the net, you know. I see another, another black guy, and like, hey, you know, and he asked me a question. I'm like, no problem, brother. And <laughs> yeah. I'm Like, oh my god, I did it again. <laughs> and it's like, like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, really- I'm trying to. Connect with them on yeah. some stupid level.
1: Yeah, like hey, you know, like it's like, uh, hey, how about those bears? <laughs> yeah. Right. and it's so funny because in this movie, it's it specifically does things like her, him mentioning, you know, the father Bradley Whit- Whit- Whitford mentioning, I would have voted for Obama a third time if it was possible, you know, or or when they're at the whole get together and the old man brings up Tiger Woods. Yeah, you know, it was like, God damn it! And I look, I've caught myself doing it.
0: You know, it's cool to be black.
1: You know, or. Uh, but most of the time I, I catch myself, I, I, the thoughts come into my head and I'm like, dude, you don't need to. Just talk like a normal fucking person. Yeah. It, it's it's these societal pressures that end up making you act this way around people.
0: And Not make, for me. For me, it's just stupid.
1: Well, yeah. The stupidity. But you know what I mean. It's just you think you need to be a certain way and you don't. Just be your fucking self, man. Yeah. And, and so this movie points out those other kinds of, of racism that you don't even know. It's like the non, it's not, it's like the unintentional racism. No, I'm partisan. You're not trying to be hurtful, but it, th- this movie does the extreme of it, you know, that I noticed. This is my perspective on it was it does the extreme of these little things end up becoming massive things later on, right, right. Down, down the road. And the massive thing with this one is it's the indifference towards black people, not the hatred of them. It's it's the indifference where you're treating them like they're almost like they're livestock or they're, um, or they're almost like their pets in a way right no not pets well, but it, it it kind of felt like pets at first it, 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 like a fashion show yeah at first i thought it was going to be pets that's what i thought that they were the these people in the in the these weird rich old white people were turning black people into were pets but they're not it, it, instead it was something else and this movie has as has you know the the Shyamalan type twist at the end pretty much but right. um <laughs> but yeah the, anyway i i keep going away from it but that, yeah, when that movie got to that point with the deer, I knew that this the entire film was going to be not what I expected in the realm of comedy.
0: I knew that this film was going to be not shitty.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's hard to deny. I mean, look, there's plenty of times where all the critics were unanimous and a film was really good. And then we got what was called The English Basement. All right, and that was a fucking lie, okay? <laughs> or other movies like that, you know? There's you yeah. motherfuckers well, lied to me again. What, what was it? That movie that that won Best Picture like three years ago called The Artist. It was that black and white silent film. I don't know. And it it was like set in like the 30s or something or 20s, and yeah, the whole entire movie silent, and or something like that. And no one talks about it anymore. I, I I haven't seen any it show up or anything. Best Picture winner from 2013 or 2014. Nothing about it at all.
0: You mean like this year's best picture winner?
1: Yeah. What what one again? I don't know. <laughs> oh, Moonlight. Yeah. So um, yeah, yeah, Gay Boys in the Hood or something like that, right? So, um, if you say so. are you say so, boy, super, super in the hood. <laughs> <Do it. laughs> Fucking tangents. So anyway, this movie is not a comedy, even though it has comedic elements to it, and that this movie shows the the, the just the spectrum of what we might be seeing in the future from Jordan Peele. Hopefully. As a director, a writer and a producer, is that even though Keanu Keanu had a heart to it that wish would have been better but like we both agreed it was like an ex, it was just like an extended skit from the TV their TV show. Right. Right. And and uh Jordan Peele co-wrote that <laughs> and he produced it. So you got to blame him partially for, you know, cuz
0: I mean the movie's funny but it's not great. It is his fault for the movie kind of sucking.
1: Yeah, so yeah, you gotta take responsibility right so but this movie i mean if you compare this to keanu holy shit dude this is like you go from extended skit of the tv series to something like get out where this is a contender type film right you know I, i'm not saying that it should run the board come oscar time in in like i said well i'm not going to really take it seriously anymore anyway you know the academy awards but still if i was going to if if everyone took it properly seriously Properly, I would say, yeah, like you know, realistically, seriously, this movie's up for some awards and you know some nominations in certain categories. I would say, um, uh, original screenplay, you know, um, you know, even though it's got that Stepford, Stepford Wives vibe to it, like you mentioned, uh-huh. um, it, it's still, it's still, it's its own thing, you know what I mean? And because it's able to make this social commentary on things that people don't normally talk about or even acknowledge that that we do all the time, yeah, right. you know.
0: Voting for Barack Obama for yeah. the
1: third term. Yeah, a motherfucker. So um how dare you. I will say this about Barack Obama. I'm not political. I'm not I, I then
0: why f- are you bringing him up?
1: But I miss him. I why? miss I m I don't because he was to me to me he was the showbiz president and he what had the this, fuck are had, you talking about he had about? this personality. So like when he, he would show up and make a joke on the Letterman show or or he'd show up on He's some, the showbiz president he'd make some smart ass comment and you're like that was so unprecedented but it was also it was comforting in the same way like I didn't care about the policies
0: and all that other bullshit. He was a cool fucking dude. He's a showbiz president, and I kind of miss him. Not that fucking Ronald Reagan was a showbiz president, but I, hey, I, I
1: kind—I'm talking about showbiz while he's president. That's what I'm talking about. Because Reagan was president when I was a little kid, dude. I wasn't paying attention well, to that, that really. shit. So, but now it's like, what? What do we have? We have what used to be with Barack Obama's president. He was having the good gay old time as 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 the. You know, Are you still on Barack Obama as the POTUS? But then you have the, the Donald Trump thing, where it's just—it's always the same thing. <laughs> so I miss—I miss seeing Obama on TV. How do we get into Obama? You brought it up, and I didn't—I just ignored it. Fuck! God damn it! You're supposed to stop me. No, I tried to, to but you just me kept going. When I go off into a fucking the fork in the road tangents, man. Whatever. Fuck. Keep going keep going to where the fuck I don't even know where I started (laughs) so anyway this movie has yeah it shows what Jordan Peele is capable of doing as a director as a writer and it's going to be amazing to see or interesting I don't want to go so far as saying people overuse that fucking word but it will be interesting to see what we can see from him down the road because of this I mean you, you make this turn from Keanu to this damn this guy's Shit, show me something else. Yes, absolutely. I'm impressed. Um, before I go off into some other fucking tangent, give me your take on this movie. No, come on. Why should I? i are just gonna interrupt me. I always run the fucking gamut on this shit, you, dude. Let me you, come on. You're just a chatty bitch. You can fucking interrupt me all the time. All right, come on.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so here it is. <laughs> Get out. And what? I, don't, I hope nobody takes us the wrong way. <laughs>
1: um, Someone always will, Mike. Someone always will.
0: I and, and I don't. I I don't know where this comes from, but when I see an interracial couple, mm-hmm. for some fucking weird, oh, the animalistic yeah. brain in me, yeah, says that's not right, mm-hmm. and I have to, I shut it down because I I that's it's fucking stupid. I mean, people people dating each other are people dating each other. It's been ingrained into you from childhood, from something, uh, from something, from something. Yeah, so. I and I I don't agree with it. So whether you believe me or not, I don't give a fuck.
1: <laughs> hey, the, the 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 it's not the evil in your heart kind of
0: thing, right? It's, no, it's you're not, acknowledging I'm, that it's wrong, I'm, and you're trying to move past. I don't it. wish ill will on them. Yeah. I, mean, I, I could care less that they're they're a couple. That's what they're doing, but it's that fucking stupid mentality uh-huh. of oh that's the, she's just doing that to get back at her parents type of <laughs> yeah thing. Well.
1: You know, and I, look, I, I know you tell me that not to interrupt you, but this is to back up what you're saying. Yeah, but you're interrupting the two characters in this movie. I don't have a problem with those kinds, like like middle class um, people that that are together, and and it doesn't seem like it's any kind of trendy bullshit. It, it that I don't see any problem with that. But it at all. is.
0: It is again uh, keeping race uh, out of this whole thing, which is very very difficult to do at this point.
1: I mean, the whole movie is kind of a it's a statement on this shit. So right because.
2: <clears throat>
0: the the idea of a black man and a white woman uh-huh. and and this is this is what the media does this is how it gets filtered into your brain uh-huh. it has always been up until almost recently well even with Hitch remember Hitch with uh, Will Smith right with the idea of a, a black man and a white woman mm-hmm. is Trendy because that's what they want you to think. Mm. And I'm talking about they being our corporate <laughs> overlords, yeah. the fucking media in general, news, e news, your local news, headline news, CNN, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Okay. That is in and of itself a stereotype. And it starts, and this movie starts off with a black man and a white woman dating each other. Right.
1: Yeah, and then, so the conversation always ends up being about
0: race. However, you never, ever, ever, ever hear about a black woman dating a white man and how wrong or how trendy or that's bullshit it is, right? Mm-hmm. And you see it all the time. Yeah. In fact, I saw this, uh, an older couple, this is months ago. I haven't seen them in a while, but they, they visit the store. Uh-huh. And I think it's, it's, a, it's a, is it a Chinese guy? It's an older black lady mm-hmm. and her husband, and I think he's 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 like a mixed race okay, okay. white plus whatever, but they're like in their seventies and all I can think of is Jesus Christ how did they survive their lifers yeah, how did they survive that long because you know I found out that they have been married for like forty years
1: yeah all the all the sh- Strife and struggle, kind of shit. Yeah. So
0: they yeah. had been dating at least before then. So they're dating in the '60s and maybe in the '50s, right? Yeah. Um. Well, not twenty years, but again, they've been dating for a while. So they had to go through all of that, right? Yeah. And all I could think of is the history that they had to go through just to get to this point in their life where you know
1: it hasn't taken a toll.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe it has. Who knows? Yeah, but it wasn't. But enough. they're still together. Yeah. And it's and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know, you wish you wish that for everybody is that at the you know, when you get to a certain age, you want everybody to be happy no matter who they choose as a partner. Yeah. You know, it doesn't always work. out. But that's what what I'm talking about is it's acceptable for a black lady and a white guy. Mm -hmm. Not acceptable. And this is from a male perspective. Yeah. For a white girl and a black guy. Yeah. Or a white lady and a black guy. Because that is against societal norms. That's how we've. That seriously, this is what we've been taught. Oh, I'm not.
1: I'm not disagreeing with you I'm for down, a long, long time. There's, I, I, I think about all the different levels of it. They, like for me, it's it's. You don't think I, about all the different. That's a fucking lie. No, it's not. Nope. Total lie. Something will pop into my head. Sure, but the only time that I see a problem, like I said, is the trendy <laughs> shit. Like when, like I'm in the hood. I live in the you know the kind of hood. Literally the, live in a fucking hood. All right, and. When I see white girls there with, with with the
0: brothers, it's. That's cool that you said that. It's, white girls there with the brothers.
1: Fuck it. I grew up there, so I can say, I can say whatever no, the fuck I want. you can't. So, yeah, I yeah. can't. Stop me.
0: No, you can't. Stop me.
1: Someone's bring, gonna. Bring it on, motherfucker. All right. <laughs> you got it, buddy. It, it seems like they're, it's the poser thing in a way for me. Like the white girls
0: are, you know, because they always have the accent. They're always. That's, that's the stereotype. That's, yeah. That I've been, I'm not talking about regular average, <laughs> average Joe. Yeah. Okay. To throw, throw in our own. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how You said <laughs> it. I'm, ta- I'm talking about exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. That bitch, like the cash me outside. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she is what the stereotypes yeah. are all about. Mm-hmm. She is the problem. Yeah. You know? And or, they make it
1: look, they 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 shine this negative light on on regular people, right? A regular white woman, a regular black dude, or vice together, versa, or vice versa, and they, it makes it look like bad for everything. And right, I don't want that thought to come into my head. Yeah. I but there's there's things that per, uh, well, perpetuate. Yeah, it. And then you have the trophy black guy
0: or the trophy white girl. Yeah, I got you me know. a white
1: woman. You know, I got me a white bitch. Yeah,
0: <laughs> or I'm dating a black guy just to. You know, date a black guy Fuck because. Fuck you, Dad. Yeah, exactly. You, yeah, you do have all that stuff. Okay, so moving on. Especially in the hood. This movie starts off. He's a he's a photographer. Yeah. And very good at it. Yeah. Oh and, yeah, we yeah,
1: have shit. I forgot about that. You're right. But they never
0: yeah. said how they met. No. Which surprises me. There was no flashbacks. There yeah. was no nothing. It was just like, hey, we're going to my parents' house this weekend. Uh-huh. And she starts in. You got your toothbrush. She doesn't – they don't let on that they're going on a trip until 10 minutes into the movie. The movie just starts. Yeah. And it's, hey, you got your toothbrush. Because you, you think he's going somewhere when she starts saying all this stuff. Yeah. You got your cozy pants and this and that. Mom and dad are going to love you. Okay. Mm. Okay. And then, boom, they get to, they get to fucking – Whiteville, USA. The sticks, yeah. Honky huh, Central. Yeah. And then the cop
2: thing. Oh, yeah. The cop, yeah, you the know. The deer, the cop. And
0: she's, she's, she basically tells him to go fuck himself because, you know, she doesn't, you know, the cop doesn't need to see the dude's ID. Yeah. She
1: was driving and, you know, she, she knows and he knows that everybody there knows without saying, well, she's the only one saying anything, but they all know that he asked him for his ID just because he was black. Right. Even though he didn't need to show ID because he wasn't the fucking driver. Okay. So yeah.
0: Cool. <laughs> fuck you, man. Just keep going. I'm trying to. You ask me my thoughts. I'm not going to interrupt you. Just give me your thoughts. Shut up, Joe. Just <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> <coughs> oh, it's okay. It's not uh, wrong. Um. But yeah, they get they get the honkyville USA. <laughs> And, Honk at town, <laughs> and the house is huge. Yeah, you know, and it's it's a brick house with the columns on it, so it's very atypical. Um, not southern, uh, like, uh, um,
1: like plantationish.
0: Yeah, but I'm thinking um, uh, northeastern. Okay, New York, Vermont. Yeah, but old classic style, there. right? Oh yeah, very beautiful. It's like the columns, 17, 1800s. Yeah, it's a it's a it's an old old horse ranch type of thing. Yeah, and. We live on a lake, and this and that, and the other thing.
1: We forgot about the whole intro sequence where the dude gets captured, kidnapped. Oh
0: shit! Yeah, that's I totally forgot about yeah, that.
2: Where
1: where Dave Chappelle gets kidnapped? <laughs> yeah,
0: we we're, we're Dave Chappelle, but not Dave Chappelle.
1: Yeah, and see, and that's what Lakeith I like. Keith is his name. What's good about a movie like this is that fuck, I'm 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 taking your fucking thunder again. I'm sorry. I, it it shows like a regular dude walking in a neighborhood, and it's not it's
0: not showing from the white. He's pers- walking in the Elm Street neighborhood. It yeah, looked like
1: it's not showing from the white perspective that they always show in movies, where it's always, oh, who's that suspicious-looking gentleman walking down the street? Right? <laughs> there's a man.
0: There's a there, black. There's there, a black guy
1: with a jacket on.
0: Yeah, there's a black guy with a hoodie on. He's yeah.
1: walking down my street. Is that is that his cell phone or did he steal it? How dare he! You know, <laughs> he's got Converse on.
0: <laughs> he's gonna. He must, he must really
1: know how to play basketball. He's gonna rape my poodle. Right. So, maybe he's gonna. Make a mixtape and throw a party. Yeah. Instead, <laughs> <laughs> it shows it from his perspective, right? And he's like, he's he's the like, one who's fucking. scared. I don't want to be here. I'm a yeah. fucking
0: Whiteville suburbia, motherfuckers.
1: Yeah. He's like, give me the fuck out of here. I'm in the suburbs. That's yeah. what He said, and that's what's cool about this movie is that you're seeing it from a different perspective. You know,
0: and when so hey, buddy, he, why are you walking down our street? So by the time Roll it gets my to lawn. the point where he
1: gets kidnapped, <laughs> you're fucking feeling for him,
0: right? You know what I mean? <laughs> by a dude in an iron mask. Yeah. Gimp. Yeah. That's, that's the other thing that bugged me was the son. Yeah. The son had he was this his fucking wispy weird hair and he walks in and is like, you know, "What up, bro?" Yeah. You know, as he "What? Nobody answering the door?" Cuz you know, the, they bring it up bag. at the
1: at the whole luncheon
0: thing was it's trendy right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um He's like the rebellious son. The whole movie, I mean, because of the way movies are made now, mm-hmm. we're expecting big explosions and yeah. you know, and action and this and that. Mm-hmm. And then when we and then the movies that I fight against, I tend to like. Yeah, you know, Ex Machina, uh, um, Arrival, Gone Girl. I don't think you wanted to see Arrival for a while. I did. No, we saw Arrival. I wanted to see that. Okay. Um. Uh. uh the Ben Affleck self rape movie. <laughs> Gone Girl or whatever Gone Baby or There was Gone Girl There was The Accountant There was Live By Night Right I'm not talking about Just those Ben Affleck movies yeah. I'm talking about Gone Girl And and, and a couple of others There's yeah. There's been a few I didn't see Creed Because I didn't I'm not you've into seen Rocky. One, Rocky You've seen them all right Yeah I'm not into Rocky That's how you saw it I know But again That was a good movie yeah, you know, I've never heard hey, anybody so... talk bad about that movie, saying, "Oh, it's just a fucking piece of shit." It's, it's so like...
1: good that its director's directing the uh, Black Panther movie.
0: Yes, yes, it is, and fucking Stallone wrote it. So hey, you know, hey, it was. Yeah. I wrote another movie. I'm <laughs> oh, in my seventy. I might have another one. Uh I don't know why it's thought. <laughs> <laughs> He's got so I many can't muscles.
1: Do it. He's got so many muscles. He could just move a stroke from here to
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> He can fucking run a stroke from Philadelphia to New York. (laughs) Oh. He had to run. Hey, don't bother me right now. I'm stroking out.
1: (laughs) I'll be stroking. (laughs) (laughs) Clarence Carter.
0: (laughs) Oh, shit.
2: Clarence Carter. I said, baby.
0: (laughs) Anyways, moving on. So getting out. Which Actually, if they had put that song in the film, it would have been so much better. Just for the overall fucking racism yeah. feeling of putting Stroken in that movie because it that is very black in terms of the song approach to sexuality and no, stuff. No, 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 no. The song yeah. There's nothing. I don't fucking who cares about sexuality? <laughs> um, the beat, the music, mm-hmm. everything. It's very, it's very southern. It's very, it's, it's. That's all I can say is it's it's black. It's great black music. Yeah, and um, it's not often that you get that stuff anymore. Yeah. If they had put, I wish they had put that song in. Now that I think about yeah. it, just at the party because yeah. it would have just it that would have added another layer mm-hmm. to the whole thing. And then you, of course, we're talking about the party, and everybody is just all admiring black kid.
1: Like yeah, like 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 he's like a, he's
0: a fucking suit. Like
1: he's a Clydesdale.
0: Yeah, more, but more like he's a suit. Yeah. Because that's what it's coming down to is that they're going to wear him as a suit.
1: Well, you know, like when the lady grabs his arm, it's like, fuck, are you going to use him for an Eyes Wide shit party or something yeah. or what?
0: Yeah. Well, and, and if you look at her, you know, she's getting old and there's like, she's got like a taint on her. Yeah. Like if you, look there's a picture, there's a picture, there's the, a the camera's moving and she's, and she grabs onto him and she's admiring him for his youthfulness and his pretty looks and this yeah. and that and the other thing. Like I said- they're fucking sizing him up for a suit. Well, she has a big black fucking gnarly. I don't know if it's a varicose vein mm-hmm. or there's some weird taint, you know. But it was it was a brief second. Yeah, I, I didn't even notice it. And then, of course, it. she's with her her fucking husband, who's in a wheelchair. Yeah, right. And it just. Uh, each scene adds to yeah. this layer when we meet the the groundskeeper mm-hmm. right and we find out later on <laughs> about him or we meet the uh the young lady that's taking care of things yeah georgina yeah and and they uh then we meet steven root who could give a fuck less about the party and you think oh man you know that guy is not like everybody else. Yeah, at
1: first you think he's a down to earth motherfucker.
0: Yeah, he's 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 the one that's going to be the the Yoda, the savior, yeah. whatever you want to call it. The yeah. the guy that's going to help. Yeah. And, and he's blind.
1: And, but you come to find out you, you he just doesn't care about all this social obligation bullshit. He wants to get through all the red tape and just do what needs to be done.
0: Oh yeah, for himself. This is the part that bothered me. Okay, what is? About it? the movie. I just remembered this. So, every time the family, the the main unit family, which is the Bradley Whitford and the Catherine Keener, um, and the, the I can never remember her name, but I want to say her name is Alice, but it's not Alice. The daughter? Yeah, the daughter. Um, it was Rose. Yeah, Rose. They're the Armitage family, right? But I don't know what her the actor's name is.
1: Oh, Allison Williams. I did. So I called
0: her Alice. Yeah,
1: Allison Williams
0: Brian Williams's daughter. Yeah. Okay, so um, every time that those core groups those three plus the boyfriend are together, and they're having a discussion, mm-hmm. like they're outside, you know, having tea, yeah, and he wants to have a cigarette, Dude, I would have fucking smoked a cigarette, yeah, like, oh, we don't like smoking. Well, you didn't say I couldn't smoke, and yeah. we're outside, so <laughs> hold on a second
2: <laughs> I caught it.
0: <laughs> What's this? It's a bird, it's going to fly out the window. No, nope. yeah,
1: you know what? Sitting on my shoulder. And what we'll find out a, few, a little bit later into the movie is that it wasn't – they just found that as, the, as their trigger to get to the hypnotic – the hypnosis part. Right. Was So either they did – well, they were, well, let they were me extreme finish. on purpose. Let, yeah. me fi-
0: let me finish my thought on what, what bugged me. And as they're talking to him, they bring up the fact that conveniently mm. it's the weekend that the entire get-together is going on. Yeah, and it's this time every year. Uh-huh. So why did she
2: act seem surprised. to forget? Right, the
0: daughter act surprised. Yeah, and she went. Duh. But like every time that she had a fake fight with her parents, yeah, I could tell it was at that moment I knew. Uh-huh. And even though I read, it, I I had read this thing that she's yeah. not who she seems she is, but it was very obvious in the movie mm-hmm. her fake outrage. Yeah. And that really bugged me.
1: I, you know what? For me, I, I that popped into my head, like how the fuck are they able to do all this weird shit that you see for later on in the movie in the trailers, right? If she and she doesn't know anything about it, and then I was thinking, wait a minute, what if there, what if there's the possibility that they're hypnotizing her as well? No, that that popped into my head, or or you know, I maybe she
0: or she in on it. She's totally in on it, obviously. Mm-hmm. So as we get into it, you know.
1: Oh, yeah! Once he sees the stack of pictures,
0: <laughs> holy fuck! Oh yeah, Goddamn. all the, all the black guys. <laughs> yeah, that she's been with, and, and she's like, "Oh, you're my favorite."
1: And Georgina at the bu- at the end. Oh yeah, list, and Georgina. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah she's uh, what did they call her? The honey bait, F- which honey pot. No, in the article she called they called her the honey bait, mm. which made no sense to me. She's the honey trap. Mm-hmm. That's what they should have called her, or bait, and and in the end, I mean. Look, we got taken out of it because, well, not really, because of the guy that that yelled. You know, oh god, at, at the end of the movie. Yeah, we were we were sitting there watching it. and At the end of the movie, the big fight happens between you know between uh,
1: Kaluya's character yeah. and um and uh, Allison and
0: yeah and 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 and, <laughs> and, and the and the black guy, the black kid ends up winning. <laughs> the fucking dude, down the front goes, run, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a black family there's a no black family there's 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 a black couple that's behind us yeah and every they were fucking laughing not that they didn't oh, have to god but damn it. everybody in the theater started fucking laughing out loud perfectly timed and man. and the people behind us were like god damn it that was really funny yes it
2: was <laughs> and it,
0: it didn't matter who said it yeah we were it, all thinking it yeah <laughs> <laughs> Seriously we were all thinking it Because Eddie Murphy Delirious yep. Or you know a Half a hundred other fucking comedians That have said you know yeah. Get out and then nobody gets out yeah. And then you know, I told you not to go in that fucking house White people are dying i getting the fuck out of here yeah. <laughs> Why you go after the serial killer Why you have to go down there alone <laughs> Bring someone with you
1: You didn't hear that fuck off to the side going <laughs> Get the fuck out <laughs>
0: yeah. don't even, In fact don't even go <laughs> hey, we're going to go up and camp in the woods and have some sex at this place where there was a killer like 30 years ago? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. I, I'm, uh, I'm going to pass on this one.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, why? Well, let me tell you a story. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, so,
1: and look, every, every character in this movie that had dialogue delivered something in, in a way that was, it was, everything worked so well it was it was really good acting and it was creepy and you know like the steven root you know steven root was never creepy right his character was just so matter of factly about it all he's like you know look sorry i'm inconveniencing you but i gotta do what i gotta do right you know he's like okay i'm done talking about i want your eyes yeah i'm out yeah you know or but you know when you when you have uh the the you know the sun the uh you know jeremy uh-huh. when you got georgina played by betty gabriel right um th- those scenes were like the camera's really close to her face and she's like the part was. i mean they showed in the trailers but still when you're watching it in the movie where she's all no 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 no,
0: right, right. That f- and the
1: fucking tears are coming down her face and you're like
0: and she's got the smile going on yeah that that's I mean, fucking great acting
1: it is and th- all that scene where where katherine keener um send the first time that katherine keener sends uh, Daniel Kaluuya's character into the sunken sunken place. Right. When sink you sink into the carpet. When you see him, like like he's not even blinking, but he's shaking, and and the fucking tears are just flowing uh-huh. out of his eye. I mean, it was just like
0: that's dead. dude. This is a well acted, yeah. well directed, and well scripted movie. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. This tells me that Jordan Peele took his time. Yeah. And said, and he did his research. Mm-hmm. And he and he said, okay, look, I don't like it when they do this. Yeah. You know, and I don't like this bullshit when this happens in and, uh, and I'll give you an example. I don't like it at the end of movies where the hero character mm-hmm. is finally getting his justice and he's able to escape. Yeah. And the police come up and then they convict him. Oh, he's a bad guy. And then they arrest him. And then it goes into a whole nother scene where he's right back where he is. Yeah. You know, they the the cops bring him to jail. He falls asleep and he wakes back up in the house where everybody's still alive. Oh, right? Yeah. Because they didn't really, you know, one well, one of them's injured but not really injured, uh-huh. you know, and like a Wizard of Oz thing? No. No. Like like in bad fucking horror movies. Yeah. You know. And in in this case, the lights come up, you know, we hear the fucking siren and up, oh, you know, that's when yeah. the dude said that. <laughs> fucking and and his buddy that who's a TSA guy yeah. which we didn't even talk about yeah. you know he was his connection to the real world as you said in your in your review yeah um his TSA buddy who's a connection to the real world yeah, rod shows up and says the TSA knows everything can find <laughs> anyone right Yeah. and they get in the car in and, in and, and what was his name kalua his name was rod rod williams no th- who's the fucking hero character oh
1: uh, chris washington played by
0: daniel kalua daniel kalua kalua okay yeah, so British actor. So sitting in the car, <laughs> and he's like, "Dude, I told you not to go." He's like, "Man, I told you not to go in that house." Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, and this is not lecturing you, but yeah. I'm gonna lecture you. <laughs> and then they drive off, right? Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, and this is what I had read was mm-hmm. a, an article that had to deal with Allison's character, where she is the 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 bait, right, yeah. to lure the black people. The black hit guys, whoever it is, she honey-dicked him. Yeah, <laughs> but to lure the black people, yeah, to, to this gathering, so that that they could use the black people to become what's for lack of a better the become brain, them. The brain swapping bingo. Yeah, brain swap bingo. <laughs> you know where they they're putting in these people's brains yeah. into these black people's heads, and and yeah. re and can extending yeah. their life
1: yeah and like the fucking with the part where he's running at night I, it made sense later on thinking about i was like oh he's got to stay in shape right right but he didn't want to look weird in front of them during the daytime so he's doing it at night right because that's the grandfather
0: yeah but i don't know if he was doing that on purpose or if he was doing it to scare the kid
1: oh it was fucking weird man and it was great it was like a clap worthy moment it was so fucking creepy
0: yeah but um fuck i forgot where i was going with this whole thing it doesn't matter. Uh, I dude, this is a this is almost a nine.
1: Yeah, I gave it eight and a half. Yeah. Um, and that that's a high rating for me. Yep. So yeah, you, know, uh, you know we
0: forgot to do our fucking um, Rotten Tomatoes picks for the last three.
1: You sure about that? Because I'm pretty sure we brought up Skull Island. We did
0: not bring up Skull Island, and we did not do Logan because Kong Skull Island. I gave a fifty five to. All
1: right. Well, we'll get out. Um. It had it had sat at a hundred percent for the whole time before it came out, and then like for three weeks afterwards. Because and you always then, have
0: one fucking. And then there was one fucking guy,
1: one fucking that gives guy, it a zero who comes in and he 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 gave it some some kind of negative comment, and then so they made it as a as a negative. So the movie sits at ninety nine percent approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Yeah, well, it's still certified fresh. Oh yeah, <laughs> but you always have one dude that's like, and look. I don't believe that any movie is a fucking 100%. Yeah. You can't have 100%. Yeah.
1: Well, the Rotten Tomatoes is is not... I don't look at it as a perfect movie because 100% doesn't mean perfect. It just means That's what it means. No, it just means that every critic liked it.
0: No. 100% means perfect. That's what 100% means. It's It's 100%. It's based off a
1: percentage of how many critics liked it or didn't like it. Sorry. No, it's... I
0: I call bullshit. How on can that. you not see it that way? Because a hundred per, there is no fucking movie that you can have a hundred percent. It doesn't matter if you have ten critics giving it tens. You can't have a perfect fucking movie. It's, there is no such thing. That's what I mean. You can it's have not, close to perfect.
1: Yeah, it's not based on like the, what they think is the perfect movie. It just means that every single
0: critic liked the movie. Doesn't matter. You can't then don't give it a hundred percent. You can't have a hundred percent on anything. There's no such thing as perfect. Sorry, you're
1: not. You don't understand. I totally
0: understand what I'm saying. I could give a fuck less. What I'm saying is, is that the hundred percent is bullshit. Is a bullshit. It's false. Okay.
1: Well, then write them and tell them because the way that they're presenting it, is, it makes I sense. I don't care. It just means that every critic liked it. That's
0: great, but I don't care.
1: It doesn't mean it's the best film. But that's what. That's how they fucking present it. Well, that's how they they, they try to make you think. But... So,
0: so so fuck them. I don't care. Their rating system is their rating system, and then they fucking falsely present it. So fuck them. Man. Fack him. All right. So you can just call it certified fresh. So yeah, I gave this an eight point five out of ten. It, yeah.
1: Every everyone who acted in this was fucking great, and it, it's full of creepy moments. And there's full of just just funny moments. Uh, there's a little bit of gore. But, just just all around. Yeah, it's entertaining not a, movie,
0: and it, it's not a fucking horror movie. I don't care what anybody says. This is not a horror movie. This is a thriller. It's a drama, and it's not horror.
1: Yeah, I. Uh, it has a couple elements of horror, but it. Otherwise, you're right. It is a thriller mystery. It's a mystery thriller.
0: Yeah. Commando has elements of horror in it.
1: <laughs> yeah, stick the blade in him.
0: Yeah, when he chops ten. off that guy's fucking arm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh god. With the, or when
1: the the saw blade goes over that guy yeah. scalps that dude.
0: Yeah. Something. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean. Commando has it has more elements of horror in it than this does.
1: Do you know that I am I one of the trivias that I did read about this movie? I one of the it was, trivias? It was in an article. Uh, that was an interview with Jordan Peele. He originally was going to have it end with him going to, the, the cop showing up and arresting him and blaming him for all the death there. And then he decided well, with all this other shit that's been going on with the you know all the cop shootings and stuff like that, he's like you know what, fuck it let's make like I have a happy ending. He can get away, you know. Right. So that's what he did. He changed the ending because of that. Wonderful. So. Um, you didn't say anything about the the whole
0: Fruit Loop scene, man. That's where I was going. Thank you. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah, so the article that I read was This is a spoiler-filled article. No, you already gave away the and fucking I'm, twist, dude. I'm, I'm like, "Okay, so we're going to go see the movie. It's been out It's been out for almost a month. It's okay to read it because the spoilers are out there." Fine. So I started reading it and it talks about Allison um um yeah Allison Jennings <clears throat> Allison's character yeah rose Rose, and the way that the article writes it this whole story is that the movie ends with a scene of her sitting in front of her computer eating fruit loops and drinking milk, yeah now the whole article goes on to other things I'm like, okay, you know, we figure out that she's using this kid. Collo- Kaluuya. Yeah, and she had all the pictures of everyone she dated on the wall behind right. her, too. I don't care about that. She's, I'm trying to finish this, and you're like, oh, I'm not going to interrupt you. Don't hey, worry about hey, it. But Interrupting I, Cal. At least move, but at least I brought you <laughs> back to it. Yeah. Well, fine. 20, so,
1: 20 minutes later, I brought you back to it. So
0: <laughs> that's how I thought the movie ended. Yeah. Is that they did something to Kaluuya. It's, it's right. a shitty, yeah, clickbait um, article. Yeah. It's not, it's variety. It's not really a clickbait article. I don't consider it's not clickbaity enough. It's not really a clickbait article. It's just it's, and yeah, very misleading. So, go see the movie and it's sitting there, and I'm like, okay, we are. I'm gonna know how this ends, and at least it's it's a good movie, you know. And I'm I'm waiting for the scene because I want to see if it's <laughs> as creepy as they said it was. Uh-huh. And she's, everything is going on. She's she has headphones on, and she's scrolling through, you know pictures and looking up you know ncaa basketball players yeah prospects Prospects. like
1: sporting uh, yeah sport prospects
0: and she's she has a bowl of fruit loops next to her and she's eating one at a time and she's drinking milk through a straw right yeah Yeah. and and the way in the way that she's doing it is very creepy yeah like this is her favorite pastime yeah you know and of course the movie doesn't end there
1: yeah, I think it was also like a race, racist, racist thing. Like fucking white girl. Why the fuck would a white girl be doing that shit? What? <laughs> Look, I can picture myself being someone in the audience watching this movie, going, "Only a fucking white girl would do that." Well, yeah, that's the whole point. <laughs> it's so fucking weird.
0: And and of course, there's the article goes on to mention stuff about milk and how it's 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 a uh, uh, metaphor. A, absolutely. Thank you. For racism and this and that, because and not and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. And Jordan Peele in the article basically said, "Really? That's weird." Because <laughs> I just used that. And we just came up with that scene, yeah. like uh, off the top of our heads. Just
1: the idea was creepier and shit.
0: Well, yeah, but he didn't know what to do there. He's like, a lot of the scenes that I filmed were, I mean, we, we put it together, but we came up with a better idea. This one, it just. We wrote it that day, yeah, me and Allison sat down and did the did the whole thing that day mm-hmm. and filmed it, so there was like a it was like a skeleton crew there, yeah, and then now you're telling me that you know milk is associated with Nazi Party and this and that and the other thing there's <laughs> fucking variety right it's 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 the hollywood maybe a david Bowie' song right you know it's 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 hollywood, you know they they think that you know everything has a metaphor for something when film and when it could be just, yeah, she's just drinking milk because she likes milk. Yeah. Right? So, as it is.
1: Do you want to know why, what's a good indicator of how there's still racism in this country right now? No, I don't. I don't really give a shit. When we watch most white movies or standard white movies, race is never usually an issue. But every time you see a black movie, there's always, race always becomes an issue.
0: You notice that? No, because I see I I see it go both ways. Race
1: is always a topic. So <laughs> what I'm saying is when it gets to the point where you can watch a, a quote-unquote black movie and not and race not be an issue, then I think we've made a little more progress.
0: Okay, thanks for that.
2: <laughs> was that deep?
1: Fucking
0: Martin Luther King over there.
1: <laughs> it just I it was, it was it had double meaning. All right. So All right. We, we both recommend this movie. It Absolutely. was great. Fucking well done. Bravo. Clap, clap, clap. All right. You didn't clap.
0: I didn't need to. Motherfucker. All right. I was clapping silently.
1: All right. So, um, for, and you know what? We could go on and on about all the different things about the movie also and all the other actors, but just go see the fucking movie. All right? That's all we got. All right. So, onto the flicks of the week. Mine is uh, the... The new Netflix show, which is going to be connecting to the Defenders um, collaborations with Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and this one being Iron Fist. Um, I binged this motherfucker in two days, all 13 episodes. And I watched a good.
0: I got up to the episode where he fights. He, he has to have the um, the fight to get the girl back.
1: Which episode? It's every fucking episode, dude. Holy shit. I'm going to get into a little rant about this motherfucker.
0: Okay. So he breaks into a truck and finds an apartment in the truck. Okay. Which episode?
1: (laughs) I'm just kidding. Go.
0: Where they are cooking this synthetic heroin. Okay. Yeah. And the dude that he's trying to rescue gets stabbed and his daughter gets kidnapped. Yeah. And then he finds out that the hand has kidnapped the daughter- you know, and mm-hmm. of course we know that the hand is part of Daredevil yeah. and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones in some aspects, but because yeah, Madam Gao shows up. Yeah. So he goes and talks to Madame Gao and they're like, Okay, so in order for you to get the girl back, you have to go through you know, it's like Kung Kung Fu champion or Kung Kung Fu the video game. Yes. Yeah, where she... you have to go through the different levels and fight the different dudes. Like the Bruce Lee movie,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, and Game then, of
1: Death, I think it was it. Yeah.
0: And so at the end, she fucking, you know, she has no honor. And we find out that she's been to, and she's mentioned this before in Daredevil, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Is it Kunlun? Kunlun. Kun, Kunlun. Yeah. Kunlun. It, that's, it's, it's one of the seven cities of heaven. Yeah. And she's been there. But she's mentioned that in Daredevil. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because she's mentioned the shade of the tree.
1: Yeah, only people that really know, you know, that pay attention to the comics and stuff knew that that from beforehand.
0: So she is basically like him where she's, she's escaped. This one of the seven seas of heaven. We f- we're slowly figuring out why. Yeah. Anyways, I got up to that episode, mm-hmm. and then I had to turn it off. Yeah, like it,
1: pretty much. Is one. she? She? She says like things like <laughs> when you're watching also Doctor Strange, the same thing where is you think you know it's this way, but there's actually it's different than than you than you've been told and things like that. You know, just it's it's, it's Madam Gal's saying there's more to K'un than just what you, what Iron Fist thinks it is, and. Here's the problem with my with this show, this this whole first season of Iron Fist tries to be Daredevil
0: Devil season one, Dare, Daredevil fighting in in corridors season one. Yeah. Okay.
1: It tries to be Daredevil season one, but the problem is it doesn't have the villain like Daredevil had with uh, with uh, Kingpin, you know, yeah. DiNozzo. Right. That's one thing. Instead, the villain is on and off this Ward character. Who's this smarmy little fucking?
0: But he's not guy. a villain.
1: But they make him look like for a while that he is going to be the villain.
0: Okay, and then I
1: could see that, but like he's the, an anta- okay, dude. He's, in
0: the first episode, he was just like, "Dude, we have to protect our own interests." I could see why he was the way he was. Yeah, but in the first episode, I I clued in on his character yeah. immediately and said he's he he doesn't give a fuck about this kid who says who you know that he's Danny Dan. Rand. Yeah. And he, you know, he's absolutely right. And then all of a sudden, when, spoiler alert, when his dad says, get him and do something about him because this is Danny, Uh he brings him into the fold and then he starts to mentor him, right? Yeah. And he's telling him how to, look, you are the voice of this fucking company and you're going to drive this company into the ground, knock it off. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, hey, you got a meeting, I'm going to go with you. At that one point where they found the head on the pike. Yeah. and And then he realizes- what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. And he starts to descend into that slippery drug slope. Yeah, Ward is not a bad guy. No, he's just there to slap Danny around because yeah, Danny is a fucking fool.
1: Yeah, he's more like the, at <coughs> first I thought he was going to be a villain, but then he, he turns out to be a smarmy antagonist it, instead
0: of a villain. Kind of, but again, he's not. He's he's got a billion dollar corporation to run. Yeah. Right. So when he's talking to Danny, he's he's giving no shits. Yeah. Because Danny doesn't want to listen to him.
1: Yeah, and for and the most part his, part his of character the- makes sense. Yeah. Because you know, his his sister Joy is thinking with her heart. Right. And he's thinking, you know, from, from a Illogical. rational like dude, when you when you're at the top, Right, everyone's trying to in some way or another to to, to take you back down. Exactly. So people are going to lie and try to take money. And that's, that's and
0: he says that in one of the episodes.
1: Yeah. So he he makes sense, but you can tell by his attitude and the, and the faces that he always makes. You know, he's going to be a constant irritation <coughs> of a character,
0: which is which is very similar to the character that we see later on the um, the monk. Yeah. That shows up in Danny's vision. Yeah. He's very similar to Ward, if you think about it, because. Mm-hmm. Danny fucking escaped from the yeah from you, heaven.
1: You find out that he escaped and he didn't just get permission to
0: come yeah. right, and and he is all over the place mm-hmm. with no direction. Yeah. So Ward, Ward and Danny put Ward and Danny on one level, okay, mm-hmm. and put the monk and Danny on another level. Yeah. All right, and the way that danny and the monk interact is the same way as the way that ward and danny interact
1: <laughs> i didn't think about that but okay
0: very similar they're both uh-huh. they're both you know, antagonistic mm-hmm. they both have a a set way of doing things yeah and they both think that, look, you need to focus and you need to do this. And that's what the monk keeps saying. You need to focus. You need yeah. to do this because you will never, ever, ever reach your potential if you continue on this path. Mm-hmm. And Ward keeps saying the same thing to him. Mm-hmm. You need to focus or you're going to fucking drive this company down. Yeah, You know, stay the course.
1: So, yeah. And, and look, it Sorry. sounds inc- – no, it's fine because you make it actually sound more interesting than it plays out <laughs> when you're watching it the problem with with this show i mean first off is this is about four episodes worth of material that they stretch into 13 episodes right and it it's never anywhere near as good as daredevil season 1 cuz it doesn't have the the proper villain um that keeps you interested um with the, with the with the dialogue and with the with the the what do you call it the strife uh, the the conflict, right? right? It just—it's just, every episode is the same thing. Oh, and they get into another fight with the hand. And it's, dude, the the hand in this in this uh, season for Iron Fist is the Foot Clan, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much from Ninja Turtles. They, see, when they showed up in Daredevil, they were just—they pop up every once in a while, and it's secretive and it, it, there's more mystery to them. Right. But in this one, it's just every—it's the Foot Clan.
0: Dude, I'm waiting for the Blind Master to show up.
1: Yeah, and he didn't show up in this, but he's not going to. I know. But, um, but yeah, and then they, they keep using uh, – I finally found out. You figured it out because Claire, you know uh, – Rosario Dawson. Rosera Dawson's character, she is the linchpin or whatever you want to call it between – she's the connector. Right. For every single one. This is how the Defenders are going to end up coming together this fall. <laughs> Sound like a fucking promo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this fall on ABC. This fall on
1: fucking must-shit TV.
0: We have Daredevil. Iron Fist, Luke Cage, <laughs> Jessica Jones, and maybe one more <laughs> as they defend New York City from criminal elements and the bad guys yeah. and possibly an alien invasion, yeah. all <laughs> on Friday nights on Must See TV, <laughs> The Defenders. <Sorry>. Yeah. Is <laughs> that
1: a good enough promo? No, it's not bad, not bad, not bad. Better than a lot of what NBC's been doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, you, this Thursday night. Another thing. <laughs> yeah, another thing <laughs> is the Finn Jones and the um the uh, what's her name, the Jessica Henwick characters. Um, was his name is Danny Rand and she's Colleen Wing, right? Right, she has her own dojo, right. Where
0: he bought it. You know, the. Inov- I own it now. Yeah.
1: He fucking. And I was going to. I know him. Kung Fu. Yeah, he Bruce Wayne'd it, right? Yeah. So,
0: but yeah, that's it, who. That's what Iron Fist is. He's a bad Bruce
1: Wayne. To me, to me, because of the way the actor looks and the way he talks yeah. with this light emotion, that even when he's angry, the, the emotion's still light with it. Right. He's the Stephen Amell of Marvel.
0: You know, he's the arrow. He's the green arrow. Yeah. He's, he's the hide of the Marvel universe. Yeah. And
1: he's fucking just. It's just. I, I'm not really buying him. I'm not. I'm,
0: it's, it's hard and difficult you,
1: and when you compare them to to how well the first two seasons of Daredevil um, to how well Jessica Jones um, and
0: even and I still haven't finished Jessica Jones I haven't even started Luke Cage Luke Cage of course I, I went right to Iron Fist instead of Luke Cage
1: look Luke Cage goes on for far too long but I get even in those 13 episodes that should have been only like 7 or 8 right it's still it's that that stretched out 13 episodes is way more intriguing than anything that that Iron Fist does. Right. So it currently has a 19% approval rating. Right. And critics are knocking the shit out of it. I don't think it's it's worthy of being called a piece of shit because it's not. It's, it's not. It's still well put together, but it's not it doesn't it, keep- It feels my,
0: like a bad ripoff of Daredevil.
1: It does. And it's also it's the it's the weakest out of all four, hands down. I mean, you can like I can Jessica Jones is up there with Daredevil. Luke Cage is like a, a um a close 3rd uh-huh. And then he and then it's way it's leagues ahead of Iron Fist. Iron Fist is the, is the limp dick of this series of this, you know, defenders.
0: Right. Yeah, and the way look, the way that they fucking shoehorn the the opening in mm-hmm. like he goes into his old court company, yeah. you know, and then he gets kicked out. It's like mm-hmm. wait a second. That would never fucking happen in the first place. When do you
1: make I don't know, maybe try to make some kind of contact first
0: or well yeah exactly. he walks in and says hey i'm looking for these people and, they, and she calls security yeah because he's barefoot when he walks in there and hey i'm i'm looking hi my dad my dad is blah 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 ran right yeah. and i'm looking for walter whatever his fucking name is yeah and and she would have said wait a second no he he died years ago yeah you uh, know? harold meacham yeah, yeah thank you harold played by david winham and and then he would say something along the line. I mean, it's it's one of those things where a, a fucking s- secretary or a desk person wouldn't fucking call security because he asked to see somebody. Mm-hmm. Hi, you know. And then she and she goes, well, wait a second. You're Danny Rand. He's fucking dead. Yeah. You know, I hold on a second. And she would have called somebody, not security. Mm-hmm. She would have called somebody and, and said, hey, you know, what do you want me to do with this person? Yeah. I'll come down. Hold on a second. And we'll escort him out, Yeah. right? And then, and and then <clears throat> shoehorning himself into that, and then breaking into his own house where Joy lives. Yeah, right. Amazing coincidence that is. Yeah, and her not believing him. That was the. I mean, these they don't believe him. Fine until the M and Ms. Yeah, you see the M and Ms. Until okay. the M and Ms. What? The the fucking. Part that really was bullshit was he left his bag in Ward's office or in Joy's office at uh-huh. the very beginning of the episode. Did he? When and, they grabbed him and then they threw him out. He had no bag, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, in at night, you know, yeah. he's got his bag again.
2: Huh.
1: I didn't even notice. Right. All right.
0: Well, yeah. Well, see, there, there's a, that's symbolic
1: of all the effort that was put into making this, uh, this, you know,
0: series. It's like they rushed it to be able to meet the. Uh, Uh, The deadline for getting Defenders together.
1: What what I'm not liking is, (coughs) look, if you need to take more than a year between seasons for these shows to work, fine, (laughs) because a better product over more than a
0: year, if it works out better, fine. Great. And there's some writing problems, too. Like, this takes place after the events happen between Daredevil and the Kingpin. Yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. And Luke Cage. Yes. And Jessica Jones. Yep. So they they're know, mentioned.
1: They're they're mentioned in offhand in throughout this season.
0: They know that there's super powered individuals out there. Yeah, Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk. They yeah, even mentioned the in passing the incident. Yeah. So there are uh, Ghostwriter, uh-huh. all these, all these characters that are out there. Yeah. That have been established in the Marvel universe. That is starting to bug me. And you have a fucking psychologist that says it's all in your mind. Yeah. Well, wait a second. Wait a second. No, you can't, you can't break that reality. The psychologist would say, well, wait a second. Yeah. And I like how he kind of fucking turned it and said, okay, then prove it to me. Yeah. Prove to me that you can do this superpower. Yeah, and he couldn't do the Iron Fist at that moment because he couldn't center his chi. Right. Yeah. And, and that was fine. That, that's an acceptable part. But everything leading up to that where they're saying, Oh, this is so impossible. It's so impossible, yeah. He can't do this and he can't come back to life. Well, you just saw the Chitari invade New York. <laughs> yeah. Literally open a fucking hole to another universe mm-hmm. and invade New York. You saw a blind man, a fucking devil, run around and beat the shit <laughs> out of a kingpin. Yeah. You've seen Oh wait a second! There's a man crawling on buildings. <laughs> His name is Spider-Man. Making
1: YouTube videos,
0: and he's fucking—he's got the webs, and he's flying around, yeah. slinging that J. Jonah Jameson is writing articles about him. Yet you can't believe that there's a guy that escaped one of the seven cities of heaven to come down to Earth to fight the hand. Yeah, and didn't you can't believe that? Didn't but, Doctor Strange just defend the New, um, New York thing? But you can believe the <laughs> fuck out of a flying man in an iron suit. Yeah. Or a gigantic green rage machine.
1: Yeah, and that's what's starting to bug me <laughs> about um this is that look, Shield I know look, they were all done by ABC Studios because if you watch through the end credits, every one of these Netflix Marvel shows says ABC Studios at the end. Right. So they're in they're even connected to Shield um by the same studio right. being involved. So there, there needs eventually to be a connection to S.H.I.E.L.D. with this, because S.H.I.E.L.D. is always checking out um, Inhumans and special powers, you know, yeah. mutants and but stuff. But it's, so,
0: it's so unbelievable that no one fucking... It's like their
1: own world, like, right, right, because they're they're in um, Hell's Kitchen or whatever, that it's their own
0: universe, right? Right, like and it's... A, like, <laughs> it's own bubble. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's all, its own protective little fucking Dalaran bubble, if anybody gets that joke. <laughs> but, you know, Dalaran's a city in Warcraft that has a bubble around uh-huh. it. At, at the beginning of, of the. the, the vid- At the very. When, when World of Warcraft came out, uh-huh. there was a city in the Eastern Kingdoms called Dalaran. Yeah. And it had a protective bubble. You couldn't get into it. Yeah. Because they didn't know what to do with the city. Mm-hmm. So the developers created this fucking impenetrable shield. Yeah. And then later on, they took the fucking city and moved it in, <laughs> into another section Yeah, where you actually got to interact with the city. Really mm-hmm. cool, but <laughs> there was actual whole written content about it, then they had to fucking scrap it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, protective talent and bubble. <laughs> Long story short. My stupid joke. So, But yeah, it, anything that happens in the universe, no one seems to remember that this shit is going on. Yeah. The Sokovia Accords. There was a gigantic piece of earth ripped out of the ground. Uh, yeah. I didn't want to say that because I just earth, said earth ripped out of the earth. Yeah. Just say a whole city. There was a yeah, there's a gigantic chunk of earth that was being used to destroy all life. Yeah. by an insane piece of metal that was sentient. Yeah. Called Ultron. Mhm. And yet, you can't believe that this dude came from fucking one of the seven cities of heaven. Yeah. Hey, we we got a fucking super insane piece of piece of computer. Oh, we have we have a purple man flying around in a green suit with a fucking yeah with a <laughs>
1: <laughs> with a glowing with gem a fucking glowing
0: gem in his head that is being chased by a gigantic man in a chair. Sitting out somewhere in the universe because he wants the Infinity Glove, and he's going to tear <laughs> ass through all the planets to get that fucking Infinity Gem.
1: Well, Devil's Advocate, Devil's Advocate, they are in New York City.
0: It does not well, okay. But the Avengers you know any are in crazy. New York people City. are in New York City, but there's a green man, a, a purple man wearing a green suit and a cape, floating around with a gem in the middle of his forehead. Yeah, just floating around. He can go into and out of, he's like John Johns from did they not, Martian man. Did they not see that airport footage? Yeah, he can go into, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a man that can make himself giant. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> there Oh. There's an ant man yeah. who can make himself the you didn't opposite that, of the ant. You
1: didn't see that YouTube kid fucking uh, do the, the at AT-AT fucking uh, swing around him? Yeah. it's the
0: Jagger. Oh there's you Oh here we go. Even better. Even better. This this will fucking cure everything, right? There is a god on earth. Thor
1: as guardian.
0: And yet you can't fucking believe that he came from one of the seven cities of heaven. Mm-hmm. Yet there's a god mm-hmm. that continually comes down to earth to fight <laughs> with his buddies in a superhero fucking group, you know? Like a like a super, uh, what do they call it? Like an elite rock and roll group, right? Mm-hmm. A super heavy metal group, yet, yeah, a super group, that's what it is. <laughs> Fuck, I can't even say it. You can believe that. You can believe there's a dude that can never miss with his arrows mm-hmm. and some chick that's a fucking <laughs> named after a spider- and, and Captain America. Uh-huh. I like think I already said, a fucking a green rage machine. And a fucking red witch. And, and, a, and a witch that can summon shit. Oh, and a dude that's faster than shit, uh-huh. you know, that can run all the way from Tokyo to New York in less than a second. And flying aliens. Mm-hmm. And a fucking god. <laughs> There's a, not just one. Possibly not just two, but we know of only two right now. The whole realm of gods. There are two gods that have been on planet Earth. <laughs> one of them has tried to mass manipulate an entire country, and he was stopped. And the other one flies around by spinning his mystical hammer and jumping in the air. Yes, but Danny Rand can't be a fucking guy from one of the seven cities of heaven (laughs) come back to life. Yeah, because that's impossible.
1: Goddamn right. (laughs) So yes, that is how seriously you should take Iron Fist. (laughs) (laughs) Weekdays on Netflix.
0: (laughs) Friday nights. (laughs) I said that really loud. This Friday night, nine p.m. Central. 8pm pacific (laughs) only on NBC be there or be square daddy rand is iron fist (laughs) join daddy in this ultra super comedy where he meets up with his best friend ward where he
1: takes superpowers and brings them down to earth (laughs)
0: His best friend Ward and his sis and his and Ward's sister Joy watch as Danny Ray comes down from one of the seven cities of heaven, <laughs> bringing comedy and action every weeknight.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, so do you think that he's going to be able to activate the second fist first, or get his costume first? It doesn't. Neither. One, I haven't watched. Neither one happens in the first season.
0: I I haven't I haven't watched the rest of it. I know that this season he's supposed to get the dragon tattoo. Okay. That's supposed to happen.
1: Yeah, he's got. Yeah, he, they finally show his chest, and he he says it's not a tattoo. He says it's um, it's it's a mark. Yeah, the mark appeared or I yeah, can't the, the
0: mark of the dragon, which means that he has become Iron Fist.
1: Because I fucking watched all thirteen episodes in in like a day and a half. Um, it's. All the up, like I said, all the episodes bleed into each other, and it's it's.
0: Watch this Friday night as the cheap ripoff of
1: Daredevil. There were time, there were plenty of times where I was watching it where I just started fucking playing. Did you notice playing that Candy Crush while I'm watching it and shit?
0: Iron Fist costume is basically just a fucking really bad ripoff of Daredevil's original costume.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because he's
0: the, got the fucking do
1: Yeah, the do rag and the yeah, yeah. pretty Watch
0: much. this week. <laughs> Watch every Friday night as the comedy team of Ward, Joy, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> team up to fight the forces of evil
1: <laughs> it's like a cheaper version of kick ass that's what his suit looks like All right, the so, disco fighter <laughs> so, so look it, it, I would recommend Iron Fist for anyone who just wants to see that connection to how his the yellow are going happen
0: it is flared leggings it <laughs> <laughs> is
1: white boots of justice Iron Fists of Justice. All right, so check out Iron Fist, but don't have any high expectations for it because it is nowhere near as good as any of the Punisher stuff, any of the the any of the other ones. It is not because at least Luke Cage, even though like I said, it's stretched, it still has it has flavor to it, it has style to it, and and it works for the most part. This one, it's just it's bland.
0: Watch as daddy red. Comes to New York in his yellow do rag and his green polyester pantsuit with the flared leggings, his white belt and white shoes as he disco dances to Justice every Friday night on NBC. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to make a face of you because I wanted you to
1: get through that whole thing when you said it. (laughs) All right. So
0: his disco dance of jive (laughs) and kung fu. His disco dance of kung fu. I'll tell you what. His Kung Fu Disco. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Rollerblade Disco. <coughs> Kung Fu Disco. Watch as Daddy Rad comes to New York to show off his Kung Fu Disco.
1: That'd be more interesting than this show. That would definitely be more <laughs> interesting. Yes. All Daddy right. Rad is
0: the Iron Fist.
1: Friday nights on NBC. All right. So what, what, what else? What? What would you like to talk about? This I don't know.
0: My throat's fucking up.
2: <laughs>
0: what is your flick of the week? Uh, I don't have a flick of the week. It's Star Wars Rebels. Well, that still can be considered a... It's a TV show of the week. Yeah. Friday nights on ABC. Join us
2: for Star Wars
0: Rebels.
1: You know, technically they could have it on there because ABC is... I
0: know. Yeah. So yeah. Um, This is season three. Star Wars Rebels season one was slow. Ugh. It it took a while. It's yeah. not bad. It's just when you go from Clone Wars yeah. to Rebels. Felt very kid-friendly at first. Yeah. And then you had mentioned that. You're like, ah, I don't want to watch it. It's too kid-friendly. I'm like, you got to do Stop doing that kid-friendly stuff. It's but, not. Yeah. And it's transitioning. Mm-hmm. Very well. And, and I'll tell you why it's doing it the way it's doing it. Um, if you believe in the ring theory, which is um, how – the Phantom Menace connects to Return of the Jedi, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Well, same thing with Rebels and Clone Wars. Clone Wars is a massive story, mm. right? And it's not just centered on Anakin and Obi-Wan, although no. in, in Ahsoka. It's, There's way more shit going on. Right. Whereas now when you get into Rebels, it's more just... uh. It's, it, it's it's more about the individual characters, Edra and, and Kanan and the crew mm-hmm. of the ghost ship or whatever. I can't remember the name of this shit. It's called the Ghost. Yeah. And it's very Star Warsy. Yeah. It's it's very focused on these characters, just like in, in the original trilogy, Star Wars was focused on Han, Luke, Leia, et cetera, et cetera. Right? Yeah. So it's telling the story of these characters and starting the rebellion with less of the massive overall politics involved. Yes. Well, season three has started, Ezra's older. Um, he is starting to-
1: He shaved his head. <laughs>
0: yeah, he, but he's starting to realize that there's more to this force than just good and bad. Yeah. And Kanan keeps trying to teach him Jedi versus Sith. Well, when they land on this planet filled with spiders, they come across this character called the Bendu. And you have the Ashla and you have the Bogan. Which is good, bad, right? Uh-huh. Flip a coin, and he got the he got the, the dark side of the Schwartz, and I got the light side of the Schwartz. <laughs> yeah. Well, <clears throat> you have this character named Ben Du who is neither good nor bad. Uh, that's why I said the Ashland book, and the Bogan. they're bringing back a lot of of Lucas's pre Star Wars writing before it became what it is. Yeah. You know when he was when he was writing everything. Whoa, that was a that was a chill. Well. <clears throat> Bendu is a gray type of Jedi. It's where it's kind of like where Ahsoka is. She's neither good nor bad. Uh-huh. She's in the middle, and that's what this this character is trying to teach Kanan, and he's trying to teach Ezra. Well, it's not working out that way, and Ezra keeps slipping down the path of the dark side slowly. It seems. Yeah. Well, we're getting into the end of the year, and uh, Sabine has left the crew. She is now Fucking back. spoiler. I'm only at the beginning of season oh, three. Oh, no. God damn it. She's back on uh uh Mandalore. Okay. She, she's back with her family. Um, I'm not going to tell you how it happens, but okay. I am going to spoil the shit out of this next one. That's fine. So. Because look, the whole Ahsoka thing
1: versus Vader at the end of season two, that got spoiled. So go ahead. Yeah.
0: So the episode that I've been waiting for. Now, the trailers have, have, have started off with this is, this is Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi sending out a message to all... This is like from from Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Sending out a message to all surviving Jedi do not come back to the temple. Yeah. Okay? They find that recording, or at least Kanan finds the recording, and Ezra, Ezra keeps um, watching it because he doesn't know what to make of it. Uh-huh. And why is Obi-Wan Kenobi still alive? Well, obviously he is, but they yeah. don't know that. <laughs> you know, and they think that... All the Jedi have been killed. Yeah. But obviously, all the Jedi haven't been killed. No, because Kanan's just, there. They've fucking scattered. The remaining Jedi have scattered. Some have died. Some are farmers. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You got Kanan, you got Yoda, you got Ahsoka Tano, you got fucking Obi Wan. Yeah, you got plenty. Right. But they don't. nobody knows that fucking Yoda's alive. Oh, yeah. Anyways. Well, Ezra comes across Maul again, and Maul tricks Ezra into opening one of the holocrons. Yeah. And then they see this sight, twin suns and, a, and, and, and uh, a planet of sand. Yeah. So they don't know what's going on. <laughs> they don't, but we do- We meet Thrawn, which is fucking great because he, you know, Grand Admiral Thrawn is one of the greatest characters uh, that has come out of the extended mm-hmm. or the expanded universe. Is he the blue fucker? Yeah, that's okay. Grand Admiral Thrawn. <laughs> well, the trailer is showing all this stuff, you know, hey, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi, this is a warning. And then you and and as the trailer goes on, it, you keep hearing warning, 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 warning. And the trailer shows every episode. Uh-huh. That's, you know, f- from the first to the very last season-ending episode. It shows <laughs> scenes from every episode. But there's one scene that has anybody that's a fan of Rebels, everybody's wanted to see. Which is Obi Wan Kenobi sitting in front of a fire, and he says, You're in the wrong spot. And then it cuts to Darth Maul. And oh. you see Maul and Kenobi standing there against each other, right? Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> as it turns out, this episode has Ezra finally wanting to go find Obi Wan Kenobi. I think he's alive. I, I need to go find him. They're like, No. You know, the crew are saying, No, don't go there. We need you because we're going to attack Lothal. Mm hmm. This is, it's come down to this. We need to free Lothal from the Empire, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But he ends up escaping and going to Tatooine, where he lands on this, and Tatooine's a fucking desolate, barren place. Yeah. Finding a person on a planet is difficult. You just kind of have to figure out, well, let's start off at a city hmm. and go from there. It's finding a grain
1: of sand in a desert. Exactly.
0: And... Ezra starts making this trip, and he gets, and, and he see, keeps seeing visions of Maul, you know, and Maul has has enticed him to come to Tatooine yeah. by playing this Obi Wan Kenobi recording that warning thing. So he keeps seeing Maul in these visions, whether they're true or not. And he finally chopper stops; he's, he can no longer move, and he and Ezra falls face down and you see a boot walk up and you know it's Obi-Wan Kenobi mm-hmm. and he's sitting there and Obi-Wan Kenobi's like you know you're in the wrong spot Ezra Bridger you're not supposed to be here mm-hmm. you are supposed to be somewhere else with your family you know and and the whole conversation is not James Arnold Taylor as Obi-Wan Kenobi which we're used to Ewan huh is it Ewan no it's the dude that did the voice for Peter Cushing in fucking Rogue One Oh, okay. And he's got the inflections down. It uh-huh. sounds just like the Alec Guinness. Yeah, well he sounds similar to Alec Guinness. Okay. But he's got the inflections down and he's 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 talking like Alec Guinness, you know, you're not know supposed to be here and okay. all, whatever else. And as it was like, you know, Maul and this and that, and that's when Maul shows up. They're talking about it and he's like, you know, you were you you were used by Maul, you know, to bring me out, and, you know, it wasn't your fault. And and Ezra's like, hey, you know, let me at least help you fight Maul. He's like, no, this is my fight, right? So Obi-Wan tells Ezra to go right before the fight, and then it's a standoff between Maul and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. in Part two. (laughs) Part, like, three or four. There's been multiple battles between Obi-Wan Kenobi, and you see Kenobi pull out his lightsaber, and he does his his point thing, yeah, with the two fingers. Yep. And he brings his lights. He has his lightsaber up, and then he brings it back into a correct position. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of what he normally used to do, like a Jedi. And and then he brings it down to the front. You know, and there and Maul is standing across from him and and they're eyeing each other, and playing out this entire battle between them. And Maul spins his lightsaber, and comes in and swoops, and in three hits, he's dead. Hmm. That's how quick it was. It's just like a regular samurai fight. and yeah. And, and then it's explained later on in, in Rebel Recon why Dave Filoni did it that way. He goes, sword fights are really fast.
1: Yeah, like Kill Bill.
0: <coughs> and it's not a lot of sword fight action and, and this and that. It's, yeah. it's usually half a dozen, six, six moves, and you're done. It's not these long, drawn-out five, ten-minute battles. A fencing match. Yeah, even a fencing match is real quick. Yeah, it's super, super fast. So when you see Maul come in and he spins his lightsaber, thinking he's got Obi Wan because Obi Wan's older. Yeah. Thinks he's got him, you know, dead to rights, and he's he's going up to butt him just like he did to Qui Gon, and then turn around and stab him. Well, Obi Wan maneuvers his sword and hits. One side of the blade, then hits the other side of the blade. As Maul comes up, he cuts his blade in half Yeah, and slices him from chest to groin. Done. Maul dies. And, of course, Maul starts talking right, right before he dies. He's monologuing? Like, well, well, no, he wasn't monologuing. They were talking before the whole fight. Yeah. And he's like, why are you here? Why are you on this desolate fucking planet? Out of all the planets that you could be on, you chose this place. What are you protecting? Oh, okay. You know, and Maul's like, oh, so you're protecting something.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Why? What are you protecting? Yeah. And he goes, no, it's not what. Who are you protecting? hmm And fucking Kenobi gets pissed, right? Yeah. He's like, oh, so you are protecting somebody, and I'm going to find out who it is, and I'm going to use that as leverage. Yeah. And then fucking the fight happens. Boom, boom, right? Yeah. Maul's dead. And goes and maul's sitting there and obi-wan as obi-wan's cradling him right because it's a warrior's respect exactly thank you and maul's like just tell me something who are you protecting and and kenobi's all well he's he's important and he's like he's the chosen one isn't he he's like yes and it it ends there and then we see ezra go back now when i when it recorded Fucking Disney, the, the Disney Channel. Yeah. Or the DVR cuts off five minutes before the fucking end of the show. Yeah. So I didn't see Ezra go back. But the most powerful, that, that whole scene was real powerful. The more powerful part was watching Obi-Wan Kenobi walk across the desert. He's on a dewback. He's okay. On a, he's on a big lizard. Yeah. And you hear, you. he stops in front of the Lars homestead, and you hear... I swear to God, they use the same voice from A New Hope, uh-huh. Beru Lars.
1: Okay, Luke,
0: doing that, Luke. Yeah, and you see him, and it's in its dusk, so it's it's almost it's close. Yeah, it's almost parallel to when Luke is standing and watching the suns go down. Yeah, but in you you barely see it. Mm-hmm. Barely, you see this little fucking thing run across the screen. Which is Luke at? Because this is supposed to be
1: like Rebel starts off five years before um, New Hope,
0: right? Yeah. So he's thirteen, but you see him run across the screen barely. Because I, I had to watch it again, and and he doesn't. You don't hear him say anything like coming, you know, coming at Baru. Mm-hmm. You just see him running, which is cool. And then you see Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. And then it ends. So it, that that episode ends. Yeah. Now I don't know if Kenobi is going to be in any future but this was one of the best episodes that i've seen done this season in fact it's probably better than a lot of the clone wars episodes
1: uh, you you even think it was better than the season finale of season 2 cuz that was really good yeah at it, the at the at the sith temple yeah cuz that was a really good <laughs> fucking episode yeah
0: it's it's better because it's not about action uh-huh. this is this is like get out okay it's it's all about the journey and and the writing and the screenplay. Yeah, the the people that put this together did a really really good job of how these actors have interacted with each other. Yeah, and in introducing Ezra to Obi Wan Kenobi and everything else. Yeah, you know,
1: that's what I'm noticing. Um, comparable to Clone Wars, when Clone Wars first started, it was it's it's interesting enough to watch, but it can get kind of boring at times. But it started, everything started improving. Everything was improving with each season. Yep. You know, quality of of writing and also quality of animation. Yep. And same thing with Rebels. Rebels is, the
0: more along that you're going, the better it's becoming. Yep. And we'll get a season four of Rebels. My guess is that after season four of Rebels is done, it's going to time skip Uh to between A New Hope and Empire. Okay. So where they're actually looking for the Hoth base?
1: Yeah, because there's still other rebels besides Luke Skywalker and Han Solo. Well, yeah, but we're yeah. going to
0: see the same crew. It's just going to skip forward, yeah, till after the Death Star because this is going to run into with with you know the capture of the plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Rogue One, and yeah.
1: All right. Well, I'll eventually I'll get to them because I, I am watching season three right now. So um, I'll get to up to that. You said there's only one more episode left, or that was the finale? I think
0: there's one or two episodes.
1: Okay. All
0: right, so Star Wars Rebels.
1: Yep. All right, uh, look, we're already an hour. We're yeah, we a long time into this. So I'm going to do. I'm going to do a quickie. A quickie on the news. You ready for this? I got a piss. So go ahead. All right. So, real quick, uh, Skydance Studios um, has pretty much announced that they are not going that that they've canceled the sequel plans for Terminator Genesis. Um, they are not interested in re-signing anybody. They're not interested in and in making it, you know finishing this quote-unquote new trilogy they were going to do. They are completely done, um, and from what I understand, um, they have no plans to to try to do anyth- you know, to do anything in the future. And by 2019, the rights for Terminator go back to James Cameron. So um, it'd be interesting to see if uh, if it does go back to Cameron, in, you know, in a couple years, and if Cameron decides to to do anything with it. Um, the other thing, uh, in an interview with, uh, with, I don't know who the fuck, who gives a shit who it was. Someone talked to somebody. Okay. Anyway, Barry Sonnenfeld, who directed the first three men in black films, um, has pretty much stated that the, uh, the men in black 23, um, crossover is not going to happen. Um, 23 being, you know, 21 jump street. Um, that is, Oh my God, it's really not going to happen. It's probably not going to happen because, uh, according to also Jonah Hill, is that the scheduling is off, but also because there's so many high, um, high, high salaries between all of the players involved, including Will Smith, Tommy Lee Jones, that there probably won't be a Men in Black 4 with all the original characters, and there will probably not be the Men in
0: Black 23 Why don't crossover. they just fucking do the right thing and instead of getting these egregious salaries, actually get paid just on the back end, yeah, or just get paid a minuscule amount and do the fucking movie? You know, Fucking egos. I know.
1: So um that one though I'm you know I'm kind of fine with I could see like I could see a way they could make the MIB
0: twenty three thing work, story wise. Give, who but, gives a fuck about that stupid crossover? But
1: yeah, it, it did seem like a stretch. It was like, oh Sony, well we have this. Yeah. And we have this. Let's make these two together. We're not <laughs> <laughs> We have the next Reese's peanut butter cup right here. So, you got your M.I.B.
0: M- in my j- 21 Jump
1: Street. No. You got
0: your 21 Jump Street in my M.I.B.
1: No, instead it's fucking, I don't know, it's liverwurst
0: and fucking mint julep. It's garbage. <laughs> it's <laughs> a fucking garbage idea. It's a fucking- Desperation. Yeah. And, and Jonah Hill say to say what he said, and of course, you know, all oh, the salaries. Well, fuck you, you fucking greedy cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Gives yeah. a shit about yourself. I'm, I'm making $10 an hour, and you're yeah. fucking complaining about- You know whether or not the movie can get done because they can't afford your twenty million dollar salary. Fuck off, you fucking fat, (laughs) curly headed dipshit. Yeah, and speaking of uh, uh,
1: speaking of Sony, uh, they announced also that they're going to they are going to be doing a Venom film, solo film. Yeah, I saw that. Um, It's supposedly coming out in October next year. Be shit. Um, Scott Rosenberg and Jeff Pinker are uh, going to be writing
0: the script for it. Another piece of shit.
1: Yeah, Jeff Pinker. uh, He wrote Amazing Spider-Man Two. Uh, great <laughs> Yeah And then the other guy um, Rosenberg He wrote
0: uh, Fucking nothing worth mentioning So He he wrote He, he wrote on a napkin once
1: Yeah um, The Dark Tower poster So it I wanted to mention this Because you Move
0: up to the microphone God damn it Like this Yeah You're sitting way back here
1: I'm not even six inches away from it I'm right here No
0: you keep moving like this You keep talking like this Alright anyway Just like that
1: I brought up the Dark Tower Motherfucker I brought up the Dark Tower poster so that you could talk about it because I think there's uh, imagery in there. uh, Yeah, there's uh, a tower. Well, yeah, but I heard that also the man in black or something. I didn't see him. There's supposed to be be, like the villain you can see in one of the imagery of it or something. It's possible. I thought you looked, I thought you might have known. No, I saved it. But the the picture looks awesome. It looks really cool. It's like like an I Am Legend kind of style. Like I Am Legend meets um, uh, Inception kind of style with the movie poster not I'm not talking about the movie itself or the story I'm just mean the look of the poster okay so anyway um I wanted to combine these two because this is my I I hate every once in a while where we start rambling about DC okay but here's the thing that's going on with DC and th- this is just to put in perspective of how oh, he is there oh shit is he
0: yeah you got to flip the poster upside down
1: okay so um all right, you just show me later all right um
0: So, look at the top. Yeah. So, you see the two at the bottom? Yeah. Look at the top on this side.
1: I say it's hard to tell from here. I I got shitty eyes. Shitty eyes, shitty ears. Oh, shit. Blind as fuck.
0: However, (laughs) I do not believe. Oh.
1: Yeah, there's supposed to be a bunch of hidden imagery in that poster. And you've read the books. I have not. So, I. I,
0: Well, books are not anything like what they're going to do what they're going to do. If you read the, if you saw what the poster said on it, it says, uh, there are more worlds than this. Yeah. There are more, there are other worlds than these mm-hmm. It's very specific, um, on the dark tower because it's not going to be the same as the books. Yeah. So it's the, it's the start of a new adventure. But my guess is that those, the people that are on, look, <laughs> the dark tower series is four people. It's Susanna. It's, uh, uh, Jake. Is Roland... I can't remember the other guy's name. Um, it's it's escaping me. It doesn't matter. But there are four people on the poster. Mm-hmm. And two of them are on the bottom and two of them are on the top. Okay. And if you flip the poster over, you have the tower again... Yeah. ...with these two people at the bottom in, like, in New York. And then if you flip it over, you have Jake and Roland walking towards the tower in another world, in, in Roland's world. Yeah. Now, the... The two, the two that are in New York are—I think it's Eddie. I think his name is Eddie. Eddie and Susanna, and they—they um, they eventually become lovers. Mm-hmm. But they're modern day. Whereas Jake ended up dying in New York. That's why there's a New York picture. Uh-huh. And getting pushed into the Dark Tower world. Okay. It's kind of weird. And long story short, but anyway, fantastical. Yeah, it's it looks that looks pretty good. But I don't see the man in black there. I see. Eddie, Susanna, Jake, and Roland.
1: Okay. <clears throat> All right. Um. So th- this is another thing that's showing about how DC just keeps fucking everything up, man. Um. With the Batman movie that's supposed to come out next year, which probably isn't, because Matt Reeves, the director, J.K. Simmons, who's going to be playing Commissioner Gordon in the new Justice League movie coming out in November of this year, and uh, Joe Ma- <coughs> Manganiello. <laughs> Manganiello. Man- Manganiello. <laughs> who's going to be playing? Supposedly going to be playing Deathstroke. None of them know shit about when this movie's going to start filming. Okay. If they're rewriting the script, um, they then hell, Mang Manganello said even said himself he doesn't even know if Deathstroke's going to be in this now. Mangagello. Yeah, it just they no one knows shit. Okay, so right?
0: who gives a fuck? It's just there, there's a there's a there's a Justice League movie coming out this year. Why is everybody so fucking anxious okay. about finding out when Batman comes then, out next and then, year?
1: And then leading into this. Um, it has been reported that DC is trying to rush five scripts in because because now there's going to be delays on the on the Batman and there's going to be like a 13 month gap where they don't have a movie come out between Justice League and the uh and Aquaman.
0: Yeah, well, you know, there was big news about 6 weeks ago less when fucking Ben Affleck said I just got done doing a movie yeah called Live by Night. Yeah. I just got done directing at I just got done going to the premiere and now I'm promoting it and you're rushing me to fucking make a Batman movie. Yeah. And I I haven't decompressed from fucking live by night. Yeah. You know, he goes the script the script is there. It just in we need to fucking we need to finish it, but the script has been started. So re- re- fucking relax. Yeah.
1: So instead now DC's also trying to get um, Rush scripts rushed out for, um, five other possibilities, which could be Gotham city sirens, which has all the, the villainesses gives a fuck, right? The flash, which lost its director, right? Um, Green Lantern Corps, uh, suicide squad part two, and also justice league dark. Yeah, whatever. Um, which they're all trying to get before Aquaman comes out.
0: Look, they're not going to until, until they have a fucking true vision of what's going sure. on. Who gives a shit
1: dude? And seeing that compared to when like I like when I was talking to you off mic um before or on the RoboCop podcast was it, it it's when you, I watched the the behind the scenes feature at on the Doctor Strange Blu-ray and how everyone Kevin Feige and everyone over at Marvel Studios they just have this plan that they've and, and it everyone's so comfortable and look it could be the illusion of just a little mini documentary
0: but it's an illusion of a little mini documentary. But, but, whatever, but they do have a plan. But they do have a plan and it's working. God damn it. What was that first story that you were talking about? The very first news story.
1: It was the Terminator Genesis. This Being is canceled. my
0: understanding of Terminator Genesis. Yeah. Is that the reason why Skydance is not doing a movie is because James Cameron fucking shut them down. Okay. That's my understanding that James Cameron, I think, I could be wrong, James Cameron already has the rights uh-huh. to Terminator. So. I get
1: yeah, because what I read in the Dark Horizons article is that in 2019 the rights for for Terminator, the entire Terminator franchise, go back to here. James it's right here.
0: Yeah, the Deadpool thing and Tim Miller. Uh, so my guess is that um, Skydance is bankrolling an exploratory effort that includes engaging some top flight science fiction authors to find the movie. Who cares? Um, Allison still holds many Terminator rights after his 2013 acquisition from sister and Annapurna principal Megan. She bought them in 2011 for 20 million. Um, this is what my guess is going to be: is that Tim Miller? That they want. Oh God, this fucking bullshit! I fucking hate websites that don't fucking load. Hmm. Terminator has a hundred percent. Yeah. Hmm. It's, fucking, it's a fucking awesome movie. Oh, th-
1: th- I don't dispute that. I just didn't think it would. You know, most movies don't get 100% and stay
0: there. So anyways, it's not going to be called Terminator 6. He's, gonna, he's not going to restart the franchise. But what he's going to do is he's going to take from part three, he's, and he's going to do it right, you know. Going to do it right, you know. And, and yeah, Schwarzenegger is going to be in it. And then they're going to redo the series with a new character and go from there.
1: Just as long as it isn't like Genesis. <laughs> Correct. Genesis is fucking horrible. All right. So lastly, uh, we saw a couple trailers, man. Um, the Despicable Me 3 trailer, the new, the full trailer that has uh, the twin brother. <laughs> that shit looks funnier and shit. Uh, Drew instead of Gru, right? Sure. <laughs> I know. You're ready to end this motherfucker. Uh, that was funny. And then uh, also Aardman's uh, uh, animation, uh, they showed a teaser trailer for Early Man. Which is a bunch of cave people. It's this caveman and a, a warthog, you know. So it's kind of <laughs> like Wallace and Gromit, right? And they're being chased by a fucking little bunny um, with saber teeth. <laughs> okay, and it do and just that like 30, 30 plus seconds it looks way better and, and and entertaining than a lot of the other animation you see coming out like the you know what was it the stork movie oh, it's called Early Man, yeah, okay. and it, it, Eddie lo- Redmayne, yeah, and it looks fucking hilarious, man. And just like that that short teaser, it looked hilarious. So. You want to watch the trailer? Oh, there it is. 15 seconds.
2: Huh.
1: <laughs> that's not the one I saw. There's another one that's like, uh, it's yeah, it's like 45 seconds to a minute or long or something. Okay, Google,
0: what's a good substitute
2: for butter? butter <laughs> Can I make us suffer oil. through these?
0: All right, Google. Okay, Google. Are you six spying six on six me? Six oh, you freaking okay. traitors. mm. Studio Canal. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Canal. They do such a good job.
1: I know. <coughs> yeah, I mean, you get Sean the Sheep from <laughs> them, you get Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> the,
2: the teeth.
0: Hobnub. <laughs> 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 It's like Robin and his merry men.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Monty Python ish. Yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See? Good shit. Yeah.
1: All right. <coughs> Huh. So, uh, on that note, uh, the next film that we will be talking about on Cinescape Movie Review Podcast.
0: Ah, uh, the Cinescape Movie Review Podcast. <laughs> Every Thursday. Fridays on <laughs> CBS. All right. Not on the CW, huh? No. Right. CW doesn't exist in my universe. Goddamn right. Nor does Fox. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's the early 80s. Fuck you, Rupert.
1: Uh... We're we're gonna be probably seeing chips, all right. Ugh. the chips uh We do
0: have that on our list. Comedic
1: remake. Thursdays of the, of the classic seventies and eighties on NBC
0: series. joined us as I can't remember his name. Poncho? No, it's not Poncho. John. Um it's uh As police officers John and Lieutenant Frank Poggiarello.
1: Oh uh, Estrada
0: Drive the The 118 Freeway in CB Valley every week to stop gang members and pimps and
1: prostitutes and midgets. Drug dealers (laughs) and
0: floating Hare Krishna midgets. (laughs) Midget Hare Krishnas. (laughs) Chips. (laughs) Thursday nights on... The CW. <laughs> oh, they came
1: back. All right. A uh, WNBC. Uh-huh. So we'll probably be seeing chips, not Power Rangers. Uh, well, we
0: do have chips, and we do have Power Rangers.
1: Yeah, so. uh And
0: yeah. we have Ghost in the Shell, Boss Baby, the, fa- the Furious, Fire, Fire.
1: Ficky, Fricky, Ficky.
0: All right.
1: Whip, whip, whip. Fum, fum, fum. That's it. fum, fum. All right. On that note. CineScape Movie Review Podcast. Uh, I'm just Pico.
0: i uh, Mike Sutherland. Hey! Join us every Thursday. And we shall Friday now
1: catch you on the flip side.
0: Podcast every Friday for movie reviews. Trivia every Saturday. Nope, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Pod man out. It's the podcast on Fridays. It's the it's the uh, RoboCop. RoboCop every Saturday. And Monday's the movie trivia. Still I'm still talking. Say goodbye. Right here on WDCM Bye. diecast.com.
1: Just fucking end this. <laughs> 97.345.
0: Oh, it's 108.3. But I don't have the. Uh... It's 89.6 on your FM dial. You just can't say goodbye. Rip off you? the knob and throw it away. Say goodbye. Shut up.
2: (laughs) Good show. Jolly good show.
0: Jolly good show indeed. Hakuna Matata, bitches.
1: This is the Cinescape Movie Podcast. We thank you for listening to the show. And if you have any questions or comments, you can email us or tweet us. My handle is at Joe Spiegel underscore Joe. My handle—that's what I call it. My
0: handle. You can tweet me at. You can send me a tweet at. You can
1: tweet me. At, you can follow me. Fuck off.
0: All right. Yeah, follow. You can you know, follow me or tweet me at. Send a tweet to. All right. Follow. Follow will be better.
1: You can follow me on twi- t- tweet Twitter.
0: You can Twitter me.
1: You can follow me on Twitter at Joe Spiegel underscore Joe.
0: And for me, it is at. What about you? MPS fifty one fifty. Because I make it easy. Yeah, you do.
1: <laughs> so uh yeah share, share the sure, show sure. sure the hell out of it
2: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. share. Ah, give her some love i sound like little nick <laughs> have a good night hmm.
2: this is the end oh, it's the end Venito, the end i tell you we're all going to nibble the dust or oh, go
1: fuck yourself